this can't just be as blank a horror movie, which is a fear I have. Yeah, there's just going to be semantics arguments for the first half yes. hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that's kind of my concern jumping into this. We'll deal with that when we get to Green Room. Until then. Folks, how are we defining uh, horror? Webster's Dictionary defines horror movie no. as... <laughs> no. Guys, welcome to our Halloween special episode, a major crossover event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sound excited to be here. My name's Tucker, mm-hmm. and I have Carla here. Hey. And Michael. Carla, you sound really quiet, but we're going to assume that's fine. Oh, no, do I? No, 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 honey, no. No, because that was my concern when I was restarting my computer. Gorgeous. No, you're fine. Everything's uh, fine. Um, Don't worry, we'll fix everything in post. We're going to um, do a Slapshot uh, horror movie ranking podcast right now for the next oh we'll say hour and 18 minutes <laughs> how does that um, sound that would put us at uh 9 31 local time here in the east coast so you need to sync your computer time up with microsoft's online atomic clock services sir mm-hmm. atomic clock services um, <laughs> okay let's jump okay. right in you guys uh we don't need to i think talk at all about what a horror movie is or hmm. anything regarding huh hmm? how do you how does one <laughs> define a horror movie is die hard a horror movie no okay what was the other is black thing? swan a horror movie no not really but it's on this list and i feel fine about it okay i don't think we can just define horror as a movie that scared you right no i don't think you can because then none of these movies are on this list. Oh, because then where's that Al Gore documentary about global warming? <laughs> An inconvenient truth. The um, inconvenient truth is that most of these aren't scary. Oh, <laughs> boom. Uh, <laughs> ghosties was the other thing we could argue about if we wanted to. Let's but not. We, well, ghosties let's and not. demons specifically. <laughs> no, let's Can we just not. Have that? Let's not. Please, can we just talk about that real quick? No. Okay. Yeah. No, because I don't think we're working with the same... The same <clears> brush. <throat> same cultural lexicon as we define spirits, ghosts, poltergeists, and demons. Pulled, geist means ghost, you son of a gun. <laughs> I'm walking uh, Yes, but I found a, 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 I think, a bustle article that differentiated <laughs> oh uh, poltergeist as its own format of movie and spirit. As yeah, opposed to in the same demons. way that like, a, what is it, a incubus or whatever? Like, there's many different types of ghosties. That's not a ghost. That's a demon. That what might happens be a demon. if the ghostie yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes a demon? What are we defining as demons? How would that happen? Do you know the word ghost actually only appears in the Bible once, and it is not in reference to what we would call a ghost today? I think I broke Tucker. <laughs> oh no, Tucker. Tucker. He's gone now. Oh. Ooh, this is like host, but over audio. It is. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking, and now I'm uh, I'm, I'm afraid that... I'm that back to haunt the podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it is host. <laughs> I died. Okay. okay, we're going to start in the only uh, sensible place, which is to compare Alien and Prometheus. Which one is better? <laughs> is that a question? <laughs> well, we're going to have to uh, have that discussion at some point. I think we should start with it. No, actually, can we zoom back a little bit? What's the objective of this session? To rank all of these horror movies from best to worst. 
Okay. Are we allowed to throw things into the mix as we go at this? Because that's what I believe I was promised when I was pitched this podcast. You also had two weeks to give me those movies to put into this list, but it's fine. We can do it now. <laughs> well, it's just what are what's going to happen if people don't know our opinion of Alien 3? That's true. Mm. Um, I am definitely pulling the cord on if only one person has seen it. We're not ranking it because that is false. Yeah, there's there's going to be a bit of this, I think. Mm-hmm. So where are we zooming back to? Well, I just wasn't sure because, like, if if the objective is to rank from a defined list we have, yes, we don't really need to compare Prometheus and Alien. We need to compare Prometheus to, like, The Shining. <laughs> well, we need to start somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And these are both in the fa- same film series and same, 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 same film canon. And it just seems like a logical starting point. I don't know where I'm trying to... Maybe we should start here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like we should get the Prometheus alien yes. thing out there. Carly, okay. go off on Prometheus. I just think it's a really fun movie. Okay. Do you think Alien think is a fun movie? Yes. Okay. Okay. I love them both. I okay. think Alien is probably objectively better, but I, I've watched Prometheus like five times and I've only seen Alien twice, I think. Strange argument. Uh, can you uh, quote precedent <laughs> on this? Huh? The I've seen Prometheus five times argument. I don't think there's any precedent for that in the books. Um, it's a strange <laughs> I also don't tact. believe anyone wanted to watch Prometheus five times, <laughs> but I applaud it. It's just got a, a feeling to it. It's got like a weird mood and sure it doesn't does. quite make sense as a movie. And then there's like these really awesome sequences, like the crazy uh, C-section scene, which are just like mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. It also has the, like uh, Elvis man. There are like images, I think, that kind of are strong in this in a way. Hmm. Even outside of like these sequences, like the C section sequences, like yeah. But there's also for some reason the the visual of the ship landing for the first time, mm-hmm. just because of the way it was rendered, the way the ship looks and everything is so like I love that kind of stuff. That's one of the things I really liked about the Alien series as a whole, is just kind of the a lot of the design that work that went into it from like the alien to to a lot of like the tech stuff going on and the way they kind of frame this 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 sci-fi world it's also crazy because the design differs so much like prometheus is so clean and like futuristic and alien all of the other aliens i've seen at least have been like very dirty and like you you're seeing so much machinery and the the like mechanics behind the machinery yeah oh yeah definitely would you call prometheus extra uh prometheus sure tries to do the whole uh recreating the the story of man's creation thing yeah Mm-hmm. it's a little extra okay <laughs> yeah you're right. the <laughs> creepy prometheus man is very extra so oh, he sure is. We love him, though. <laughs> How melts. about Michael Fassbender's talking robot head? We love that, too. That's an alien as least. well, though. Yeah, yes, it is an I alien. think Michael Fassbender is perfect for it. We love Michael agree. Fassbender. No, we don't. He's oh. a bad guy. Oh. Oh. Okay. Are you saying you didn't like him in Assassin's Creed, the movie starring oh, no. Michael Fassbender? It's not on the list. We need to no, move no. on. Can I put movie. Alien above um, Prometheus? Yes. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think okay. was I the one that 
kind of suggested Alien be on here or not, or I don't Oh, remember. heck, fire, man, I don't know. But uh, it's one of my favorite movies, writ large. Oh. I like how it does the isolation thing. I like how dank and dark it is. And yeah. I like Sigourney Weaver. She's like the so incredible. She is. Uh, what a fantastic protagonist. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think Ripley's probably one of the best sci-fi protagonists in film. Yeah. I, I feel pretty, pretty good about that statement. So The cat. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, is Michael the only one who has seen Noroi? No, 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 I watched it. Oh, okay. You guys are going to have to rank it then because I have not seen it. Hmm. Um, I think so. I think okay, Carly. I am really curious as to what you thought of Noroi. I it didn't like it jive for me as like a one continuous story. But I really liked certain segments of it. Like, I feel like it peaked for me early on at the sequence when it's like the um, not reality show, but like the uh, footage of the competition with the kids who have like psychic abilities. Yeah, the reality show. That, yeah, that's, it, that's based off of incredible. Japanese reality shows. Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I just loved how they incorporated that, and that felt so exciting. Um, and then, like, a lot of the creepy stuff didn't get me as much, except for my other favorite scene was the uh, moment when they're on the boat, and you just have this terrible feeling the entire time, and they're, like, doing the entire ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it just the worst feeling <laughs> when you're watching yeah. that part, yeah. Okay. I, you see, I think a part of this is that I don't, like, I don't watch horror movies to be scared. I kind of just like that sense of dread, though, that comes under them, that comes mm-hmm. underneath them, that, that aesthetic, that sense of, uh, I, I like a lot of the trappings of it. And I think what I liked about Noroi was that it kind of slowly built on that, that it was this very patient slow moving movie toward what I honestly at the end of the day seemed like a pretty typical spooky ghosty mm-hmm. finale but uh I liked a lot of how it just kind of slowly built towards what it was going to be how it kind of some of the things that were edited into it like the the reality show which mm-hmm. I initially was kind of turned off by because I wasn't I'm not big on the whole the the I don't like it when horror movies try to explain things too much. And I think once you start introducing psychics and stuff like that, it becomes like you start defining things in a way that I'm not a big fan of, but a lot of the way it was kind of cut together that way, a lot of the way it slowly starts kind of unraveling towards this, this finale at the end where I don't, I don't know really know exactly what i want to say because i'm i'm okay with us ranking it below alien and i probably prometheus but well wow. actually i don't know if i'd feel comfortable with it below prometheus but uh huh i don't know that's where i'm at right now i guess yeah i think the thing that was maybe missing for me was i wanted like any semblance of i didn't care about any of the characters at all Mm-hmm. which you don't need for a lot of horror movies, but I think you need it for the horror movie to be like 
especially good. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the difference is like if there's plots outside of just like, here's the terrible things happening to these people. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of missing that thread, but they were definitely, yeah, incredibly cool and scary moments throughout. I like how you only get like little glimpses of the ghost itself. Yeah. You know, Ooh. like there's that there's that shot <laughs> with picture. in the woods. Yeah. That I think is really cool and it's only yeah. there for like a split second, but I also think it's like that was the moment that got me the most and I really yeah. really loved it just popping up briefly like that. Yeah. Yeah, they show a lot of restraint until they don't, which is when there's like the mom with the babies, which is yeah, yeah, um, upsetting. The pictures so, in my head are beautiful. Okay. So, what do you? How do you feel about ranking this, Carly? Well, I love Prometheus, so oh. I. Hmm. I'm deciding for you guys. <laughs> okay. Is that below Prometheus? It sounds like you both want it below Prometheus, from what I can I tell. actually kind of want it above Prometheus. The more I think Michael, about Prometheus, you always I, the more change. I'm not. I do always change. Um, you don't have to okay. Michael. I'm okay with it going above Prometheus, but I will not let Prometheus be at the bottom of this list. I want that to be... I guess that won't be a problem because we have yeah, some that's... really bad stuff coming. <laughs> I, I don't see that being a problem. Okay. <laughs> then I'm okay with that done so the list so far I also, is... okay i'm sorry really quick one more thing i felt so so terrible for i can't remember the man's name but the guy with the aluminum foil yeah yeah that was maybe the toughest part of the movie is just like what an incredibly tortured person that you're just like watching be tortured for however long that movie jesus is. yeah yeah and that's I there there is what coming out of that movie I felt weird about its about that character in particular because in a way it felt bullying to someone with a mental illness and I'm not sure it portrays that in a way that's necessarily healthy. I mean that is the common thread through like <laughs> most yes, horror movies yes, I think is horrible list. portrayals of <laughs> mental illness. Yeah, and I think film in general probably has that yes, too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and horror movies especially and there's yeah, yeah. Very that's, that's, few done with that uh as like a a true exploration instead of a crutch for storytelling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, all, right, all right, easy segue then into The Wailing. Carly, have you seen The Wailing? I did not see The Wailing. Okay. Michael, if you would like to, if you want to talk about The Wailing for just a minute or two, you're free to do so. I think The Wailing is a really cool movie. It's another one of those slow builder, slow building films. I think it touches on a lot of genres in a way that actually, it, it, it shifts between genres a lot in a way that works and functions in a way that you wouldn't think it would. Um, there's some really cool tension building at times. It's just this really, it's a, it's a, it's a drag, but it's also, it does. I think it uses that well to be able to kind of build its universe and then twist that universe when it needs to twist that universe in a way that's never really jarring, but is entertaining and also kind of masterful in a way, I think. But uh, yeah, that's, that's it's otherwise it's this really, I think it's a really good Korean horror film and that's all that really needs to be said about it right now i guess i don't think we're going to be ranking it because it sounds like i'm the only one who saw it yeah is that on shutter okay it is on shutter okay go shutter as is Shutter's, no roy as is no roy okay but you know what isn't on shutter is 
James Wan's <laughs> The Conjuring. Uh, it has been so long since I've seen The Conjuring. I just remember it not being very impressive. This is the weirdest freaking thing to me because... What? The Conjuring. Okay. Because this was hyped to me for years and years and years as the most terrifying thing anyone has ever seen. And me, a person who is such a scaredy cat, I'm so afraid of ghosties. I was like, yeah. I can never watch this. Right. And then I did. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what were people talking about? It's like. It's fine. It's like lowest common denominator horror. It's like, boo. Yeah, yeah like scared, the clapping yeah. is like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. Don't go in I mean, there. the whole, like, functionally, the whole movie just thrives off of jump scares, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. There's no... I don't remember it being particularly strong as far as being able to build an atmosphere. Um, Stronger than this guy's other stuff, for sure. I think so. Yeah, I mean, if, as a franchise setter, it's weird that... I don't know. It's weird that it's a franchise setter, and it's also weird that it somehow somehow is probably one of the better parts of that that verse that franchise, the Wanaverse. The Wanaverse. Uh, <laughs> it has that angle to it where it's like a seventies like swamp horror movie with like seventies mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> and I like yeah, that. it's got the whole yeah, like the whole Amityville horror yeah thing to it yeah. Because it's, it's based off that same lineage, like Ed and Lorraine Warren were the Amityville horror right. investigators, and they're also the Annabelle investigators, and the, they're, they're kind of the glue that holds the, the Conjuring universe together in some kind of way. So they can say based on a true story. They can, yeah. Ugh. It's silly, but they can say based on a true story. Um, Patrick Wilson's a god. We can get that out of the way. Uh, oh, yeah, and it sounds like we're going to be getting more of that here in a bit. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, really quick. Yes. How much do you guys think this money made box office? Um, Like a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> it probably Million. made a lot, especially yes. against probably a pretty relatively low budget, which right. is kind of how these work, right? That's that's the, the premise here. I just, re- like, I think this is... It was such a sensation. So it made three hundred nineteen point five million dollars. Budget was twenty million. Right, that is right, an okay. incredible amount of money. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that gave James Wan and his ilk permission to just have people in bad makeup be the bad guys, or do you think that's what James Wan thinks is scary, and it just so happens that it's cheap to do that? I think the latter. I mean, I'm sure by making this, it was like, oh, you can kind of do whatever you want. And if he had wanted to make better movies, he totally could. <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, write you a check, James. We, yeah, we exactly. We can make this happen. And he's like, no, no. Right. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> but of the ones I've seen, I think The Conjuring is the strongest of these movies. And I like it more than Prometheus, so I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, I'm willing to veto this if we're ranking this above Prometheus. Heck yeah. That sucks, but I understand. I'm being outvoted. I'm putting it at the bottom. Beautiful. I do think it is probably the strongest of these nutso James Wan, Blue Mouse. <laughs> well, Michael. Schlock films. It's funny you should say that because the next film on our yeah. list here is Insidious One. Oh, I need to be careful because I don't think this is a Bloomhouse film. Uh oh. 
but it's the same. I think it's the same logic. But anyway, Insidious definitely uh, is Bloomhouse. Insidious definitely is. Uh, Insidious sucks. Sure does. Like bad. Um, have cool you things, seen the the demon behind the guy's face? Did yeah. you see that? I, yep, yep. And then okay. the lady screams and cries because of the stupid James Wan designed Darth Maul. demon. Darth Maul. James Wan doesn't yeah. know what scary is. I hate <laughs> this movie. Um, there are some things that I think are cool that are like they were probably like one off thoughts or like images somewhere on a on a on a storyboard somewhere that <laughs> looks cool there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like like Lin Shay, the 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 demonologist psychic lady when she turned the gas mask for the seance yes kind of a cool visual yeah the demon in his little workshop is kind of love the workshop that doesn't nope 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 does not hold up to whatever you people think think that scene is no (laughs) (laughs) no Um, (laughs) carly you hyped that up so much Uh, how do you feel about the weird inception twist plot thing like the weird inception plot kind of or like you know kind of how what i mean like the the fact that these people have this power to go into dreamland oh i I don't remember any of the plot you're being very generous i think by comparing this to inception okay (laughs) i mean he yeah anyway because it's like Patrick Wilson can out of body experience himself and then he goes into leftover set from The Crow or something and saves his son. <laughs> but it didn't feel very Inception-y to me, I guess. Okay. That happened. But then in Insidious 4, Lin Shay opens the door and sees Dalton, right? Yeah. Are you with yeah. me? And it's like, yeah. whoa. Whoa, circular time paradox, bro. I'm glad you, you remembered the name Dalton. Dalton for some reason they say Dalton a lot um I hate the way this movie looks insidious one it is the most flat looking movie I've ever seen it's just like poorly it's like early 2010s suburban house design poorly lit and then they shot it and it sucks all movie all scary movies made in this era were gray yes (laughs) and beige and it's like "Mm -hmm." yes sucks so much why can't <laughs> houses just look like houses why do they need to be gray i don't understand uh, uh. hey but patrick wilson's in this movie as well and he's a teacher who works late yeah there's so many plot lines in the beginning of insidious i just watched insidious <gasps> one so it's all fresh in my mind there's so many plot lines i set up that they just completely drop in favor of darth maul monster yeah. clomping around with his hooves and listening to tiny but he's Tim. not even the real monster the real monster at the end is the lady who's in the photograph and oh my god that sucks right <laughs> my brain why is it's the all si lady and it's an and she's in every photograph of patrick wilson as a kid for some reason it's amazing that you remember this because i don't and i just watched this okay movie. <laughs> I, re- I know what you're talking about but the red door, something, something. The red door. It's always a red door. Uh, um, I like Lynn Shay in this. I like Lynn Shay in most of these things. I feel like she does well with a the script that's regurgitated at her for the quick bucks. <laughs> she didn't blow me away, I guess. Okay. <laughs> she like cries when stuff happens or something. 
Give her Are an you Oscar. thinking Rose Byrne? How'd you feel about uh, the Specs and Tucker? Oh my gosh. They're not sidekicks, they're psychics. Uh, <laughs> Tucker has a foot fetish, which I find haunting, which is probably the scariest part of these films. Um, they are, they do not drag this film down any lower than it already was. Okay. That's how I would describe them in this movie. I mean, it's just poltergeist, but with terrible, like family guy sidekicks in it or something. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's like Kevin, Kevin Smith came in and wrote these characters for us because we couldn't just rip off poltergeist. We had to add something to it. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> how are we feeling? Insidious at the bottom? Yep, like yep. Yes, please. Okay. okay. Cool. I feel good about this. Have you guys both seen Insidious 2? I haven't. Okay. I have, but years ago and can't comfortably speak to it. Okay. Know that it exists, brave Wait, listener. Wait, Tuck, did you watch it? No. Okay. I did watch four, but we're not. There. Why did you <laughs> skip Same. around? I can't understand. <laughs> Uh, no, really that seems so arbitrary. I'm really glad someone else here watched four. <laughs> then starve. Uh, the invitations. <laughs> We're not there yet, but we will definitely get. Dude, the key okay. thing, the finger keys. Let me tell you, it's kind of creepy. It's like sure. The uh, invitation. Yeah, what's the invitation? I have not seen the invitation. I have not seen. Okay, I'll do my quick spiel. Okay. Uh, this is a fantastic movie. I really love it. It's one of my favorite. This would probably be one of the ones where we would argue, is it horror or not? Mm. Um, but it has the deepest sense of like uh, dread throughout. It's just like a couple attends a dinner party and things go haywire. Um, but it, it like... I watched this in a like social setting when I was expecting not to pay attention and it locked me in so hard and I've watched it like three or four times since then. Wow. Um, and I've, it's like extremely intense um, and then has one of the best, not even a twist ending, but just like a shocker Ooh. of an ending um, that uh, like the movie is great even without that, but it ends on such a high note. It's incredible. What era is this? What uh, When it came out, I mean. Late 2010s, I think. Okay. Huh. Has uh, Logan Marshall Green in common with Prometheus. Mm. He's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no Michael Fassbender, though? No. Unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. This is a Karen Kusama. Which feels like such a departure from some of our other stuff. Huh. What does that mean? You'll have to. It's like Jennifer's body, Destroyer, mm. and Flux. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have my hmm. attention. Speaking of attention, Annabelle. Hmm. Anyone? Hmm? Haven't seen. My attention. Haven't seen. Uh oh. Oh. Uh, it's been a while, but basically take the conjuring <laughs> plot and then make it even slower. Have less happen. Bye, Annabelle. That <laughs> uh, was such a sad well, uh, tee up for hmm. Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> What's to say? Annabelle's the doll. Sure is. There's okay. three of these, don't you know? Three Annabelles? Yeah, there is. There's a full trilogy. Oh. You Beautiful. can buy all three in one set at Walmart. <laughs> I bet awesome. you can. That is the most truest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
<laughs> How does the nun fit into this? Is the nun like post Annabelle three? I don't know. Is the nun a, a James Waniverse? Yes. It's a Production. conjuring oh adjacent. And has the younger Farmiga. <laughs> <sighs> I'm on this podcast and I don't understand half of what's being said. But <laughs> okay. Um, we're gonna Speaking go of, is this the place? Can I plug La Llorona in here? Absolutely. This would be a fantastic place to do so. So the curse of La Llorona is also this, but even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Except there's a really cool, I'm using cool very relatively here, a, uh, a, a priest who's outside of the order and exercises Ooh. La Llorona. And Ooh. it's very deadpan and kind of boring. And you can kind of tell he's phoning it in. But the way he phones it in is like, it's like it's like what you think someone would want to be cool, and I kind of like it. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I the don't priest. know, but yeah. Otherwise, okay. the rest of it's just there. Yeah, but it's connected. It's directly there. Direct references to Annabelle. Fantastic. It, so you know, it's the shared James Waniverse. Are enough people still watching these movies that it makes sense to connect them all together like this? I think so. Uh, it boxed off it at a budget of nine million. It boxed office to one hundred and twenty-three million. So that's a yes. <clears throat> and I've never heard of it. Isn't life grand? Isn't life beautiful? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Not missing much. Signs. Soup, soup, soup. Weird, uh, weird, weird uh, social work plot line going on underneath it too. Mm. That's its own thing. It's always anyway, children. Signs. It's always children in danger. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Anyway, signs. Speaking of which, signs. Mel Gibson. Uh, <laughs> M. Night Channel. The scariest thing on this on this list. <laughs> yes. There is one scene in Signs that is very good. There's a couple scenes in Signs that are very good. Okay. Okay. If you want to be on that side of history, that's fine. Uh, yes. Okay. What what besides the cornfield first like dark night? Not the dark night, but the <laughs> night that is dark cornfield. <laughs> Freaking, you know, the birthday party. No, Carly, no. Yes. Where the alien the walks The alien is walking in the background of the birthday party video. Yeah. yeah. I just scary. Get the scary movie version of that is like <laughs> taking over that in my brain. See, the part of, that's true for me on that is um, the part in scary movie where it's like the wife pinned up between the cars <laughs> and there's like the dramatic <laughs> speech. <laughs> Yeah. Like right? a sub. Yeah, we should have included one of those on this list. Oh, no. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have I have never seen Signs, so I'm going to trust Whoa. you two to rank this. My, I've seen Scary Movie three, and that sure is my image of Signs, except for Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really um, don't like Signs. Okay. I haven't revisited, despite my promises to do so. Sure. Um, it did terrify me so, so, so much um, for a while. That's all I got. Okay. I mean, that's fair. It is a horror movie. Uh, yeah. It's an effective setup, I think. It just too many layers, all the like the religion <laughs> stuff and like swing away. I'm so sorry. But the part where Mel Gibson, he's like really freaked out. And he's like, we're just going to cook everyone's favorite food. And they have like mashed potatoes and they have like teriyaki chicken. Ooh. And it's just like supposed to be this devastating scene of this family, like 
this man is losing it and it's just like a, the stupidest thing I've i do seen. remember that yeah now that you mention it um car what are you thinking i think he's crying while he's eating <laughs> save it for your mel gibson uh, newsletter okay we can put it i don't want it to go below insidious for sure i kind of do but i think that's fair okay can we put it below the conjuring yeah okay what a weird distinction <laughs> it's below the movie that it is also above okay ooh Blair Witch Project ooh, ooh. Yeah. we got a freshie a here hitter. we got a freshie Hello. in the group Michael hi I watched it for the first time this week beautiful uh, genuinely one of the most unsettling movies I've ever seen I also think it's brilliant I don't know I think it probably belongs at the top of the list. Same. Personally. Same. But, For uh, sure. Yeah. The flames of hell are licking your face, Mike. Why does Mike kick <laughs> the map? How do you kick a map? Yeah. He's good at Why it. Why is that the 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 disposal method of choice? It seems right for him though. Like I can picture it so clearly. He's such That's... like a nasty little boy. He would kick the map. <laughs> He's the only sane one out of the three. No, it's true. He like ages better than you would think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought so. That movie's great. Blair Witch Project. I There are people who think it doesn't hold up and I don't understand that, I guess. No, I mean, having watched it last week, yeah, it, it holds up perfectly fine. It is a fantastic movie and a genuinely unsettling movie. And how could it not hold up? You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, so... it invented an entire genre of horror and there's no special effects. So it's like, yeah. what's yeah. not holding up? I don't know. Right. Oh, it's just, I, I just, I, the criticism I see the most, which is insane to me, is just that you don't really see anything happen during it. That's the That's one so of the best crazy. parts of it, though. Yeah. 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 I agree. The way that the little bit you see is doled out is so, it's like what's, perfect about it in a way yeah. yeah god when they come back to the log it's just like yes this is the oh, best thing god. in the world this is such a good thing speaking of which yeah. we have the wicker man old version okay so this is the old version all yes. right pretty cool right <laughs> freaking awesome it's pretty cool dealing with some yeah. pretty cool things you got going on there yeah. some weird religion back and forth commentary going on some pretty cool like idyllic rural life versus reality kind of things sneaking sneaking in there a little bit of fascism sneaking in there (laughs) there's some there's some cool stuff going on underneath the the original wicker man it felt so modern to me when i watched it like it felt like it could have besides like some political and like gender stuff that obviously would change like the look of it felt really modern and like the general structure and everything like it 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 aged in a very specific and mostly positive way i thought yeah there's some like there's that sequence in the hotel room or in the bed and breakfast i think when the innkeeper's daughter is I wasn't sure. I think trying to seduce the police officer. Yeah. There's a little bit I, like that to me, I think aged very <laughs> yeah. strangely. And that's like, that to me is where it's like, okay, where it's, this seemed a little, it, it was enough that it kind of it, like broke whatever. I don't want to say the sense of immersion, but that kind of 
like it felt to me like this aged weirdly this is the this is this is the 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 curdled milk in the mm. back of the fridge. Yeah, because uh, he's like so devout and so afraid of women that like if yeah. they tried to carry that forward today, like that would be he would be such a weirdo for that. Whereas I think like in this movie, he's supposed to be like your normal perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the way he plays it up is a little over dramatic too. He's like banging on the walls, like I'm frustrated. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. So much sexual frustration. Yeah. With but I'm a man of God. lady on the other side of the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a lot of what that like outside of that, I think a lot of the underlying themes are so cool. And the way it eventually yeah. leads to this, the way that you see how much the 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 police sergeant was manipulated into being there, yeah, their sacrifice, I think is really I think it's cool. And the main the like leader, that's just such a cool performance and like great yeah. styling and everything of it. I don't know. I they did an incredible job with the look of this movie, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Tucker, have you seen the original Wicker Man? I have seen neither, unfortunately. <laughs> Okay. It's up okay. to you guys. I would put I, it below Blair. That's how I feel too. Below wow. uh below Blair and above Alien. Jeez. Yeah. Can do. Okay. Um next up is Insidious Last Key, the fourth <laughs> insidious movie. Uh Car have you seen? No. Oh, you poor soul. Michael <laughs> I kinda liked it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> wow. Remember when uh she summons her mom and then her mom smacks Keyface? By the way, the demon is named Keyface. And she smacks so. Keyface in the face with a lantern? Yeah. I thought that was sick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's no more stupid uh, than anything that happened in Insidious One, so I don't know what Oh, I don't know. I feel like Insidious Last Key is at least a there is a if you were to look at like uh, uh, one of those one of those political flowchart kind of things, okay. right? One of okay. those like spectrums, and you got like center left, left, uh, center, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, somewhere. It, except now it says stupid, and okay. somewhere in the middle is maybe maybe our benchmark is The Conjuring, and then a little to the left, a little to the left or right of that is. I'm is drawing this out as we go. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the next step is is probably Insidious for the last key. Okay. Where the demon is named Keyface, and there's yes. this crazy child abuse subplot, yes. and and the people, the all the older men who lived in this house were in in were possessed by a demon yes, who Keyface. kidnapped women and locked them in the basement, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And Keyface lives inside a demon jail. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you feeling me? This is no. I, I'll say it again. This is no more stupid than anything that happens. In I don't know. The, I think this is stupider than the first Insidious. The first Insidious, at least, was like had the DNA of a normal horror movie for the most part. Yeah, Poltergeist. It was just ripping off Poltergeist. Yeah, it was a Poltergeist riff, and yeah. the last key feels like a riff on a riff on a riff. Sure, I enjoyed it more, I guess, than Insidious One. There was more to chew on. Okay. <laughs> Keyface. I don't know. Key. The demon's name is Keyface Tucker. Yeah. What was the demon's name in the first one? Darth Maul prototype? I, like, I, backwash? I, what are we doing? Sure, I don't know. <laughs> Dalton. I don't know. I honestly think it's better they didn't name him. But uh, <laughs> yeah. otherwise, they'd have to name it something like Keyface. Beelzebub. Um, 
I thought it had a stronger sense of place. I like the uh, fact that she's going back to her home and you get like her origin story. I thought that was way more interesting than Extremely White mm-hmm. Family deals with Poltergeist, the movie, again. Okay. How did you feel about uh, Tucker and Specs being extra rapey? Yeah, that's not great. That's for <laughs> com- played out for Imogen. comedy, too. Is... Yeah. Yeah, that was. Well, there's yeah. an Imogen? Yeah. Yep. Nice. There's a Tucker, there's a Christian. Um, <laughs> there's no Michael, unfortunately. It's uh, for the best. I do, I, this isn't a strong fight for me, Michael. I just enjoyed it more than Insidious 1. But they're I both that's... terrible movies, so. I guess. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I'll probably remember Insidious Last Key for being bad more than I'll remember Insidious 1 for being bad. I can't go with you on that, but <laughs> that's okay. fine. I don't know. We're different I don't know. I'm, I'm ambivalent about this. Okay. We can put it at the Carly, bottom. It's not Carly, gonna... can you break our tie? Let's put it at the bottom. Okay. Okay. Insidious Last Key at the it bottom. It feels right. Cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's really cool that there is a horror franchise that was ultimately built around Lin Shay. Yes. My final, final piece here. Yes. And Patrick Wilson. And Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson is not in the fourth one. I also don't think he's in the third one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember him being in the third one. I think the third and the fourth are like their own separate. They're Lynn Shea movies, not Patrick Wilson movies. Thank God. That's upsetting. (laughs) Should it be weird to me that Patrick Wilson plays two different characters in the same James Wanaverse thing going on? Insidious is not a part of it. I think there were some rumors that they were going to be, and then they weren't. Okay. So it's weird that there are these two movies that are basically the same movie, and Patrick Wilson <laughs> yeah, is in both of them, and they're both directed by I James Wan. I think the Wan. difference yeah. is like the Annabelle and the Nun and the Conjuring are all the Conjuring universe, and then the James Wan <laughs> universe is move. like expanded. We got to stop. We got to move on to a dark <laughs> A dark song. I can't speak to this. This was recommended me to me, either. but I haven't had a chance to actually watch it. Ooh. Same. Same. Okay, well, that was All a right, new one. Cool. <laughs> I will make it black. Now we don't know what it was. Shudder. <laughs> the it Thai original. Been so long since I've seen Shudder, but I remember kind of liking parts of it. Just the setup, the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it felt like it feels like a competent horror movie in a way that a lot of this list doesn't. So yes, I would agree with that. Uh, I didn't enjoy it all that much, but it is definitely a competent horror movie of this type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spooky, ghosty. I like. I really love the idea of ghosts showing up in photographs, but I think other movies on this list mm-hmm. have done that better. Uh, I would have agreed with you until the credits in one of those movies. Yes. You've been listening so. to Pillows on the Windows, haven't you, Michael? Uh, ooh, I'm ready to talk about that one when we get to that one. <laughs> okay. um, there's a really good part with a ladder in Shutter, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. But I don't find Ghosty scary, so I was just kind of bored by most of the That's movie. That's crazy. Can we put this? So, Tucker, how, I'm going to pitch you. Yeah. How do you feel below Prometheus, above the contract? I think that's perfect. Okay. Uh, La Casa Lobo, anyone see The House of Wolves? Mm-mm. No, no, Tucker? No, sir. Okay, so here's my, my 30 second elevator pitch. It's a really cool, surreal, stop motion film from Chile, uh, kind of set at this in this colony that the, uh, that the Nazis made after they fled Germany in World War II. Um, 
there's some really spooky kind of dealings with with that that thread that kind of like nazism fascism thread there um it's very abstract it's avant-garde um maybe not a casual watch i think it's a really cool i think it's really cool i think visually it's very strong and i really liked it it's very recent like 2019 i think Hmm. 2018 2019 um it's cool i don't know i'd recommend it uh it's kind of hard to make sense of especially if you don't have like the the context of what are all these germans doing in (laughs) in chile but right otherwise i thought it was very cool the look of it is very scary to me yes well i mean and that's what i think like that's how it kind of fits into this as horror is that it's very much playing with that palette it's very much a horror movie visually hmm but it's not so much like you're not getting like jump scares tossed at you. It's not like there's a ghost in the attic or anything like that. It's just <laughs> kind of this surreal tale being unfurled. I think like physically unfurled. There's a lot of like paper rolling and unrolling and Ooh. Hmm. it looks good. It's really cool. What's that name of that movie? One more time, baby. <laughs> La Casa Lobo. Hell yeah. We move on now to The Shining. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Stanley Kubrick's magnum opus. Ah, yes. People in dog costumes. Yes. God, that's so scary. (laughs) I remember seeing that. Tucker, do you remember? Like, our parents showed this to us when at least I was too young. And that part really scarred me. (laughs) What? The furniture was arranged very strangely when we watched it. Do you remember that? Hmm. The couch was like kind of, yeah, right in front of the and then TV. They, well, yeah, and then there was the naked granny part, and they like made us like stand up and turn around or something. Yes, in the corner yeah. while they killed <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, that was a mistake. They screwed up. That really, yeah. this movie really messed me up. For that just a while. amplifies how scary a movie is. If it's like, don't yes. look at this. Don't look yeah. at this. Don't turn around, Carly. Don't turn around. Yeah. While you hear like, yeah. Um. Having revisited The Shining since then, uh, I don't find it that scary, but I think it's a very, very well-made movie. I find this scene with him and the, like, uh, butler or whatever. Yes. One of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Okay. Where is that That really wigs me out. Uh, In the bathroom. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's very scary. Okay. Michael, where do you land on The Shining? I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like objectively, if you're going off of like, I, I, I don't know how much, I don't think the horror's aged in the best ways. I don't think it's particularly spooky in the way that, you know, Blair Witch is, but it's, it's, yeah. I think it can be a genuinely unsettling movie. And I think it is one of the best movies ever made from like a filmmaker's Jeez. perspective. I also, I don't know. I feel like it, maybe I'm in the minority on this, but like I, so many people describe it as like not, scary or like not actually like a true horror and i I i'm genuinely really terrified by it and maybe it was like having that introduction but (laughs) i've seen it a few times since then and it really messes me up each time yeah Hmm. it's i think it's a very good horror movie where it's scary on a literal level where it's just like the thing that's happening is scary and also there's this other layer to it where there's ghosties or something or there whatever. are ghosties. Um, if there we sure want to talk about 
ending scenes ruining a movie i think yes. jack nicholson's <laughs> stupid face sticking out of the snow kind of yeah. hurts this movie that sucks yeah <laughs> he's uh, all like yeah <laughs> but it is what it is i like the uh the hedge maze scene where it pulls out yes like all tiny people yeah the shining mm-hmm. shelly duvall where are we putting it where are we putting it hmm this feels so weird, like, because as a horror movie, I think Blair Witch is better. Yes. But as a movie, I think The Shining is better. But the, Okay, but we're ranking... Hmm. hmm. How are we doing this? Are we prioritizing horror over movie or movie over horror? Well, I think Blair Witch is a better movie and scarier than wow. The Shining. So. I don't think that. I don't okay. think, I think it's a scarier movie. <laughs> yeah, I think The Shining just... is a better movie. I would much rather watch Blair Witch than <laughs> The Shining. Yeah, but watchability doesn't equal mm. like quality. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm with well, Carly on this. That's my opinion, anyway. As I would put it below Blair Witch. Yeah, I'm okay with putting it below Blair Witch, with the understanding that like we're looking for horror. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I can be overruled on this, though. I don't. I personally, if I was making this, it would be probably the top of the list. But I'm okay yeah. with being overruled here. It feels blasphemous to not have it be like the overall number one also maybe exciting (laughs) (laughs) maybe sexy in a way or something (laughs) dangerous (laughs) Um, i can put it next to blair witch and we can decide at the end give it some time to okay i don't feel like my opinion is going to change on that though okay well then what are we deciding i you can overrule me on this. I think it should be at the top, but seriously, you can overrule me on this. Carly, what's your strong... Flip a coin and when it's in the air, you'll strong... know. Okay. I think Blair Witch should be at the top. Okay. Wow. Checks in the terrible. mail car. <laughs> it doesn't feel good to me, but... When the Phillipses feels... team up, we're unstoppable. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> oh, no. Bruce has a toy. Wait, one second. <laughs> no. Can you get... I actually also need to get more water. Is that okay? Yeah, we'll just do Lake Mungo without you. It'll be fine. No! Michael, Lake Mungo. <laughs> Spooky we Lake Mungo without Carly? It's like, come on. We've seen this before. Jeez. Oh, but it's Australian. <laughs> like, whatever. Crikey. Did you see the spooky... <laughs> Razor blade, razor blade. There was a ghost. A dingo ate my ghost. My ghost? Yeah, they always it always has to be a question. Uh, I apologize to anyone in Australia who might one day listen to this. Um, oh, they make fun of us too. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I know for a fact they do. It's true. Better I than the shining Lake it. Mungo? Hmm. <laughs> Rubs chin. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I think if you want to talk about things being ruined by their last 30 seconds. Yeah. Just turn it off at the credits. Don't watch the credits. Hi. Hello. Sorry. What'd you think of Lake Mungo, Car? Loved. Loved. <laughs> Michael, finish our trio. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Our harmony is a little off. Um, let's try that one more time. Try again? One, two, three. Loved. Loved. Like. Michael. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep messing this up. Okay. It's embarrassing. What's causing the dissonance, Michael? 
Uh, I thought this movie was really cool. I really, really liked it, especially when, especially the, the, the parts where a lot of the ghost stuff was actually faked by the, the sun. And then the spooky ghosty is there the whole time. We just didn't see her because she's in the other corner of the frame. <laughs> yeah. And we need to spend two minutes of credits sequences so you know this. Don't watch the credits of Lake Mungo, folks. I said uh, the same when we talked about this on yeah. the podcast. Uh, Sucks, because so much of it is so cool. The yeah. way it kind of... I think because the way it kind of handles itself is more of a story about grieving and then there's also this this there is this haunting story behind it too and they do they tell it in a way where it's like yeah okay there's something a little more going on here but they don't really belabor the point in a way that feels feels too hmm, how do i want to put that i guess just like i really liked how at times there were parts of the ghost story that were that were faked because it's this family trying to struggle with grieving and trying to struggle with the loss of their daughter. And then to have that kind of undercut at the very end, just for the, the sake of like a, I, I don't know what they wanted to do with that. Yeah. yeah. It just, baffling. it's baffling to me. Yes. And don't know. it ruined it to me for me hmm. in a big way. Like I just felt so let down by those last those last couple of frames. Just don't watch it, man. Just don't watch it. Why, how did you feel? Sucks because, <laughs> like, the genuine scary part of this, like that genuine jump scare at the end. Yeah. Like, so much of this movie is like eerie. It's not like I don't think they're like going out of the way to scare you, but they're building up on things in a way. It's it's unsettling in a way, and then they hit you with like a final jump scare, and I think that's really cool how they did that. Yeah. And I really loved a lot of that. Just yeah. if we dropped the credits, it would have been <laughs> yeah. almost perfect. I would have loved yeah. I, I liked a lot of what was going on. Some of the acting was maybe a little yeah, a little Amateurish. questionable. Not in a way that I think was too distracting, but in a way that's like noticeable. No, they're just Australian, Michael. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's a foreign film. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way it's paced and the way like this, like things are kind of revealed, I think is really well done. Like it, it's presented as like a really well-made documentary and i kind of like that yeah but yeah uh my mom just watched this movie and liked it a lot so oh did she really yeah oh cool um Tara, we've talked at length about it anything you want to add about lake mungo i think like the only thing that i have to add to what's already been said is just like out of the horror movies i've discovered in the past couple months this is the one that like i've been recommending to everyone yes. like i agree that like yeah the last shot kind of stinks but overall i think it's just like a good well-made fun horror movie that's at the top of my like oh if you haven't seen this this is the one to check out sort of thing yeah, yeah. i uh it's one of those movies where i like it more now than i did immediately after watching it because it sunk in a little bit and i'm like oh, yeah that's good the therapy stuff is so good it is so the thing good. that happens with that is very good yeah uh but where should we put it oof i would be mm. aghast if this went below prometheus i was just gonna say below prometheus <laughs> okay can i cut in here yes yeah uh what if <clears throat> above no roy okay below alien i'm with you i'm with you 
That feels right to me. It just now Prometheus is becoming the line where it starts to go bad. I hate Prometheus, dude. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I know. (laughs) I know. Charlize is staring down at us. Idris is playing as well. Concertina or whatever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Michael Fassbender's head is frowning. (laughs) Yes. White Elvis is getting eaten. Guy Pierce is old and yeah, also frowning. <laughs> Dude is being a zombie and then getting flamethrowered to death by Heck whatever yeah. is happening there. Uh, Charlize, Rose, Rosemary's Baby, you guys. I oh gosh, this sucks because I love this movie, but it's also yeah. directed by like one of the worst people. Okay, sure. Yeah, I was gonna say talk about a movie being dragged down by its director. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the director is a terrible person, but I think Rosemary's Baby is like. A fantastic movie. Sure. Yeah, it's just such a weird thing to like. Even I don't know. I it feels like. Yeah, but there's a special kind of yes. There's a gradient. There's a there's a sliding scale for sure. But um, I guess I kind of agree. I think Rosemary's Baby is a very well made film and a very good film. Yeah, I I think this is mostly just like me dealing with myself. Like I feel like this is one of the only movies that I make like a true concession for. Um. And I love it so much, and I think it's like absolutely brilliant. And it feels so weird to have like one of my favorite horror movies be by like one of the worst uh, yes. people who's ever made movies. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Aside from that, I think it's like like I one of the easiest ways to like creep myself out is to just think of the. <laughs> dream sequence where she's in the red dress laying on the bed and it's like in the ocean yes like that just makes me want to lose my mind that is so terrifying this is a great movie yes yeah i think rosemary's baby is incredible as a piece of filmmaking and the book the book is also really good book is scarier to me oh really yeah yeah Mm. when she's eating the meat Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah uh so, but my, okay, Michael, what's your opinion of the movie, I guess? or wh- It's very good, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I don't. Have you ever it's, been pregnant? <laughs> uh, last I checked, no. Okay. okay. Hmm. I'll get back to you on that. Um, hmm. Yeah, and I think that under probably has an even, even bigger weight to it then. I just, I don't. I guess I, I don't have really anything to add other than saying that I think it's a really well-made movie and I don't, and Roman Polanski is a bastard. So I don't, <laughs> where, where you'd want to rank it, I think we're in Shining Territory. Yeah. Where yeah I don't think it's as scary as Blair Witch, um, but I think we're dealing with a very, very well-made film. And as a, its qualities as a movie, I think are strong enough to where I'd probably put it above, in my personal ranking, mm-hmm. above Blair Witch and below The Shining, but since that's been, that's mm-hmm. not the case. I'd probably put it below Shining above Wicker Man. Yeah, that feels right to me. Okay, okay. I would fight for above Shining, but I understand that hmm. I'm kind of the odd man out, and I think that's fine. They feel pretty equivalent to me in a lot of ways, like yes. the, and Wicker Man. Like those are kind of the three when I think like horror movie, like classic 
just fundamental horror movies. Those are kind of Mm. like the big three to me at this point. I agree. Yeah. And also Saw. (laughs) Okay. James saw two. Of this one, you two, you two have at this. I'm, I'm tapping out. Uh, saw, saw. Hmm. My uh, real time graphing data of appreciation for Saw <laughs> went sharply downhill upon seeing Saw two recently. Yeah, it, Saw is a great thing in that it started a long journey. Of <laughs> True twists and turns in a cinematic universe. Yeah. Bad in that it's a really crappy movie. Yeah, it's not well made. No. Uh, or it acted stinks. or anything. Yeah. I was going to ask about Carrie Ells, but it's... it's oh, so God. He is... My family! <laughs> <laughs> he says in this movie where he's an American yeah. person. Um, he's bad. It's like out of insidious territory i would say just above insidious okay below signs yeah the thing we're talking around here michael is that the middle hour of this movie is like a domestic like (laughs) drama starring carrie always for no reason (laughs) that sounds awful okay yes so yes um and then there's a twist i mean okay my image of this movie is just torture porn so there's really not that much of it that in saw two is that the movie yes yeah in a fun okay. way, though. This is not. This is like we're telling a story here. Oh, OK. We have characters and it's like, oh, yeah, you could tell they really thought they were doing something <laughs> yeah. and they did do something. It's just not what they thought. Yeah, it yeah. does have a really fun twist, though. Yeah. yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Is this horror? Is this horror? This is totally horror. Okay. This isn't even like a question to yeah, me. I would it's agree got with such that. scary stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it flirts with that. I don't know if it's exclusively that. The guy with the... I'm doing it right now. The guy with the hands <laughs> yep, on the, his eyes. Everybody at home, put your hands in front of your eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, don't eat the grape. But like, that's the only part that really stands out to me if, is like, this is a horror movie. Because Ooh, I don't know. The like, mis, what is it? A miscarriage? Yeah, what that happens? scene messed me up as a young yeah. child. I was like, oh, this is bad. And then the one guy gets shot and it's like so brutally shown. Is that right? I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah. And there's like beasties. Yeah. Yeah. She uses the chalk and she draws a door and then the dude's like, you're a little girl and you probably shouldn't go in there, but hey, it's your life. And then bad things happen (laughs) to the little girl. It's like Mm -hmm, fantasy mm -hmm. horror, which is like kind of a very fun lane to be in. I agree. What is that? That's like like Prometheus. (laughs) Mm. I don't know. I like get the end of the day. I think it's a good movie. I like what it was throwing down. I just don't. Yeah. Like in my mind, it's other things before it's a horror movie. That's probably true. Yeah. Sure. And if, even though I think that sequence in the with the guy, I can't think of his name. The guy with the eyes on his hands. Like I think that's genuinely one of the scariest like monsters someone yeah. put together for a t- for a movie. But um, like in my mind, we're still in like. Uh, what is it? Land of the Beehives territory, or what is the like the Spanish movie that predates this one? The Guillermo del Toro talks about as like the the precursor to this. Or hmm. I'm lost. Regardless, yes. Spirit of the Beehive. Yes. Spirit of the Beehive. 
it's like we're more into that territory where we're dealing with a kid who's struggling to make sense of war before we're dealing with spooky movie. That's totally true. Like it is definitely not a horror movie first, mm. even though like mm. it feels comfortably a horror mm. movie. I feel like The Shining got a pass on this conversation <laughs> and you guys are no, not the getting the is... same. No, I think The Shining, like the setup for The Shining is literally Haunted House. Yeah. She goes into like magical fairyland where everything's trying to kill her. I don't see what the difference is. I, mm. I'm with Michael in that like The Shining feels in like the objective of The Shining is to be or one of the objectives, I guess, is to be like very, very scary. And then with Pan's Labyrinth, it feels like that's like one element of the like five elements. Yeah. Like it's a prominent part of the DNA. I just don't think the focus of Pan's Labyrinth is. I don't think Guillermo del Toro set out to make a horror movie. Yeah. In a way that I think Stanley Kubrick set out to maybe make a, uh, maybe not as much a horror movie as much as like a, a ghost story. I mean, it's this a is Stephen worse. King thriller at the this is base of it. I, uh, I didn't realize this was such an Anglo-centric uh, podcast, but <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, just not regardless, I think the pan, I think Pan's Labyrinth is really cool. So, are we not ranking it? Is that what's happening? Oh, we're definitely ranking. Then why are we talking about whether it's a horror movie? Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> hmm. I don't. Know, I can't. I don't know what the list is at this point. Oh. I shared it in the Discord, but I can read it to you. Oh, um, I just don't have the Discord open. No, we don't. I feel like if we start reading, can I, I, I feel like for people at home. Oh, sure, sure. It would help. Um, okay. I'll start from the bottom. Now we're here. Last key, Insidious One, Saw, Signs, The Conjuring, Shudder, Prometheus, Noroi, Lake Mungo, Alien, The Wicker Man, Old Version, Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, Blair Witch Project. I feel like in Lake Mungo area is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe below. So my my locale pitch was going to be above Lake Mungo, below Alien. Hmm. Works for me. Okay. That works for me too. Pam. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. We're into mm. the Aster Zone. Mm. The Aster mm. Zone. The Aster Zone. Heck yeah, dude. Ooh, we boy. love them. Women screaming. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Hereditary Do you like mental illness? <laughs> mental illness as a bad guy? Hereditary? Yeah, so I rewatched this today. <laughs> I think this, like, this is the, to me, best horror movie of all time, I think. Okay. Wow, okay. I think the difference is, or like the specific thing about it, is that it's not fun at all. No. <laughs> Whereas like Blair Witch is that type of scary where it's like something horrible happens and then you have to like, like you can <laughs> kind of like giggle yourself, yourself out of it. Yeah. Hereditary doesn't let up. No. The entire time it's either tragic family thing or terrifying yeah. <laughs> imagery or both. Yeah. Uh, for over two hours and yes. it kills me and it's incredible, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Uh, and just the way it looks is so. Mm. Like from like a movie making perspective, all of the. Just like the way it's filmed, the way it's acted and all yeah. of that stuff is just so 
perfect soundtrack yeah Yeah. the scene where Uh you're like not entirely sure whether it's a nightmare sequence or actually happening or what where tony clay is standing above peter's bed and like telling him that she wanted to abort him it <laughs> that is like the most messed up I, a movie has ever made me feel. It's the it like podcast card. <laughs> and then like they're both suddenly soaked in gasoline, and it's just like this is this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but it's so good. I agree. Yeah, yeah. never want to watch it again. I had it on Blu-ray. <laughs> It is such a good rewatch. Like if you can gear yourself up to do it. I can't. I can't. I really yeah. can't. I can't. That's fair. Um, are we all fans of the ending? The ending is very, you know, differing opinions on the ending. Last 10 minutes. I it's love like it. A, I don't know. Okay. It looks good, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> is that kind of where it's underlined that it's like a hereditary thing, right? That's kind of where the... Uh, it's where That's, things go sideways in a big way. I know, yeah, it goes sideways. It's yeah. spooky. Her fo- like her headless corpse payment. floating across the lawn okay. is one of the coolest. Yeah. We don't okay. Spooky. We don't need to detail it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like the feeling you get. Like he pulls away out all of the background sound. It is so quiet and like contained in that little cabin, and it's so warm. And it's it's such a weird thing because like. It is simultaneously horrible, obviously, but like the first like feeling of like, okay, you're safe in this confine because everything is already ruined, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What a wild note to end on. We love you, Ari Aster. We do love Ari. I want to smooch him on his bald head. <laughs> Aww. Um, Where are we ranking it? Ooh. I don't want to be a hardliner, but I would put it below Blair Witch, personally. I feel weird putting it above or below Blair Witch. Right. Are you saying it should be lower? No, no, I mean, just... just, I also feel weird putting it below The Shining, but that's... Yeah. We're in that territory, because I think it's in that bracket, obviously. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Car, what do you think? I would put it top, but I understand hmm. not doing so. I think it's up to you then, Michael. No, because I don't. Pyman <laughs> 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 demands that you choose. Oh, stop the clicking noises. Uh, can we. I don't think I was left as unsettled after Hereditary as I was after Blair Witch. Okay. Okay. Like, I maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I feel weird. Uh, we could put it below Blair just... Witch. Yeah, I love both of these movies very or above much. Or however we're doing this. Mm, I'm going to put it below Blair Witch. Okay. That's okay. okay. We're I mean, approaching. I think it is within that, we're in that territory. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, it sounds like we're saying at least the top five on this list are both, are all extremely good movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, what say we do the next film on this list and then maybe we do a part two at some point? Oh, that's a good idea. I think that's fair. Yeah. Oh, another Ari? Another Ari? <laughs> We're going to close it out on a double Ari for your viewing oh, pleasure. This Midsummer. might get contentious. Midsommar. I'm going to say Midsummer, yeah. so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Aster's Midsummer. This takes me back to 10 months ago when we had a conversation, the three of us, about Midsummer. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't feel about Midsummer the way I feel about Hereditary. I agree, but I also like Midsummer. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it's nearly as good. I really like Midsommar in that I like how they took this kind of slasher film DNA instead threw it into a crazy religious ceremony, made it all bright all the time and colorful and made it wide open. And yeah. in that way, I think it's really in a really event inventive way to take a, an existing formula. Um, there's some, I think there's some weirdness with the way mental illness is portrayed, mm -hmm. but not as much, not in the way that, I have that I feel a lot of horror movie movies struggle with. Um, Florence is always our queen. Is really good. We the love queen. Florence Pugh. We do we love, love Florence. Florence. <laughs> uh, she does really good there. She's really good with it. I think there's also this weird, like I can't imagine what it would be like to watch this if you were Swedish, but <laughs> it's just like, oh, we are not always death cults hiding in the woods where we die at 75 for a good harvest. But oh, I don't uh, know. An ABBA. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? None of us are. Who knows? Um, and there's some weird telegraphing of the plot oh in advance, even though I feel like you couldn't. I feel like there's no other way that movie could have gone anyway. Yeah. But. I think you could say it was cool that it was so bright if it was also scary, but it's never scary. So I don't think it's that interesting that it's bright. He just made a bright horror movie. That's not scary. I Maybe think not scary. It's yeah, I think it's scary. I was never scared by any. I mean, what's scary? It's like, oh, the guy died that was going to die. Well, OK, to be fair, I think one of the scariest parts to me was in the dark. The like church yeah. scene when he's taking pictures of the. But that's text. like basic horror filmmaking. I guess so, but it like you, the feeling that you get just when he is taking photos of something, like it. I don't know. It is playing on the basic like jump scare, and there's something hiding in the corner. Why does but I think he? Why do we? Huh? Why do we attribute him as playing on when he's just using those tropes? in the way someone else would why does he get to I be think he elevated frames them for the most part not in that yeah, i think sequence. he's doing a better well i mean he's doing the same thing in hereditary where like tony collette's scaling the walls and you only oh, like kind of so see much her. better though sure but it's the same thing right like you have to use the there's something creepy tony, you know what i mean <laughs> tony collette at the end of hereditary is not something that i'm like oh he's doing this i'm not like oh he's just doing blank Sure. In Midsummer, it's just like, oh, he's just doing this. And occasionally, yeah. it's, oh, he's just doing Hereditary. Well, that doesn't feel fair because Hereditary is using all of those 
I'm just, I'm just making a joke because the end of Midsummer is very similar to the end of. Oh, well, Predator. one of my points mm. was going to be let's keep giving him checks to create crazy last 15 minutes because I love it. But not if it's the same 15 minutes <laughs> over and over no, again. No, I want them all to burn. <laughs> burn them all. Put them in the beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I you know, sorry. One second. Yes. <laughs> one of the like. Uh, biggest bummer is uh of hereditary i'm sorry but i just thought of it was uh upon rewatch is when they when she's doing the seance with her family for the first time yes and she's like trying to get them involved and she like says to her husband i'm lucid and it is just like such a like oh my god like what a way to like spin in the entire narrative of like oh this has been an unstable family for right their entire life her and history how terrifying yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> um as long as we're on the subject i just want to say the the shot of the grandma ghost at the beginning of hereditary is yeah. one of the scariest things i've ever seen in a movie or yeah. most unsettling and it has kept me up at night thinking about it yeah and it's hmm. such a small moment in that movie it's scary each time, too. Yes. Like, I was scared again today, and I was watching it at, like, 3 p.m. or something. A <laughs> bunch of glare on that screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Midsummer. Yes. I also hate the first half hour of Midsummer. Well, I like the, like, gaslighting and stuff. I think that's really effective. But the whole sister yeah. subplot, I think, is very exploitative in a way that's yes, gross. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But also the I, messages are so real and terrifying and unsettling that she sends yeah. to Florence. I think he's really, really good at like just dynamics between people. Yeah. And I think he's really good at showing grief. Like, uh, I hope he's okay, but like, <laughs> <laughs> he seems familiar with what like terrible <clears throat> loss looks like. Yes. Um it's a bummer that this one had to be cemented in just like a really like kind of like lazy and like a, what they say that the sister is bipolar disorder. Like yeah. that's not yeah. what that looks like. Right. And you could figure that out by just like Googling it. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. But we, I don't know. Like, yeah. There's so much going on in midsummer that I do really like, like all when they're, finally there and just like the dynamics of like what a terrible male friend group looks like i think are perfect <laughs> like all of the yeah. nightmare people i've met are exactly like that and would behave like that and have no respect for anything and like yeah. they're stealing each other's ideas for their thesis like that's fantastic that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know. I uh, I think the most effective part for me was when she is first arriving there and she, what, she smokes weed or whatever and then starts to go Mushroom bad on Mushroom tea. Right. Yeah. I think that's really effective. But yeah. then they kind of ruin it with like horror movie trope. And it's like, oh, okay. Wait, it's, it's funny because there's just like a shack with a mirror in it so she can go in there and have the horror movie mirror shot. And it's like, okay, what are we, what are we doing? All right, Astrid. It was scary, though. Mm. The grass goes through her hand. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. More of that would have been cool, but yeah. it's not my movie to make, Ari Astrid. It's your movie to make. Mm-hmm. Michael? Hmm. Hello. 
Any strong midsummer thoughts? I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. It's yeah. cool. I like it a lot. Okay. I think the things I look for as far as what movies, in general for movies, I typically can forgive a lot of the substance for the style, which is maybe a bad thing, but I feel like that's kind of what Midsommar brings in a lot of ways. And I like a lot of that. Yeah. I like these symmetrical shots of like triangular buildings on fire as synthesizers are really loud and or Justin Timberlake and trans yeah, or just, <laughs> and it transitions to like a very central, like a, a very focused shot on, on Florence with the flowers and she finally smiles and stuff. I, I really like how that feels visually, viscerally. I really like how the, the way the music's playing there. A lot of that stuff I really liked here. The way the Maypole scene is filmed, I really, yeah. really like that. Oh, it's, God, that's good. It's like, so wonderful. Yes. Like, a lot of that, I think, is really good. And those are the things I typically take away, not so much the the parts that are, I think, very valid criticisms about... Like, the way you were talking about how they kind of write it off as bipolar, I think the the way the way that a lot of the, the mental illness stuff is portrayed in the beginning is kind of horrifying. In a, yeah in a way that isn't maybe necessarily the best as far as presentation yeah. of mental illness. Um, some of the the ways that it is at the end of the day, uh, a slasher film and really relies on those tropes. I like that. I like how it's kind of reframed, but at the end of the day also, I think you can make a very valid criticism that it's basically a formula we've all seen just now. It's really bright and colorful and, and such but the i guess at the end of the day i really liked it so the rape stuff at the end i don't think it's gonna age well no and that's really weird too that's <laughs> my yeah two cents that, no I that's guess. a fair two cents too because yeah. i think that's one of the things i was thinking about where you well you two were talking about it and it's like yeah there's there's straight up rape in this movie and it's not necessarily like, I think it's played off kind of almost for laughs because it's like, ha, we're punishing the, this guy, but I don't, I don't know. The don't shot know. you're talking about of Florence smiling is drawing from that in a way that yeah. is very odd to me. I See, I never, that, like, I, I do think that scene is very troubling and like, I hope that, yeah, I don't have enough faith in like audiences to uh align with that being like a terrible terrible thing that happens but i don't think like i think to be fair the character is horrified when that happens and like it, that is not that's not the decision that she's smiling after to be fair she's smiling about killing him but she's not smiling about that part <laughs> What a okay. What a platform. <laughs> no, I just mean like I think like I don't know. I, th this really is like the revenge fantasy from like the epitomization of gaslighting. Yeah. And then there's the tricky part where there's stuff that's happening to him that's awful that's like not by her hand. And then there's the actually also terrible thing that she does to him, but. Yeah, it's messy that they're like mixed in together and you don't really know what to do with it. And he pees on the tree and that that rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> okay. Didn't care for that. Um, yeah. So 
let's rank this puppy and get out of here, huh? Oh, yeah, that was a long midsummer uh, segment. I don't have any clue where I would put this. Um, okay. It's better than Insidious 4. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm going to put in that same like alien Pan's Labyrinth territory. Okay. That's where I'm at too. I'm thinking I my my thought bubble is above Lake Mungo, but Mine would be above Prometheus, I think. Having not seen Noroi. I would also go above Lake Mungo. I would probably honestly go above Alien, but I know I'm not gonna Woof. win that mm. battle. <laughs> yeah. um, I like you see, I like Midsummer and I wouldn't put it above Alien. Yeah. I would fight that, I guess. So above Lake Mungo, that seems like the consensus. That works for me, yeah. That feels right. I feel I mean I don't want to cast aspersions or something or draw this out even further, but I feel like you guys talked about Midsummer much more positively than you did Pan's Labyrinth, but you're putting it below Pan's Labyrinth. I don't feel like I don't feel like I come away with Pan's Labyrinth with any of the kind of baggage I think I oh, sure. would come away with from yeah. Midsummer. I think yeah, it's such a, like me independently just seeing Midsummer. It would probably be higher, but then, yeah, number one, I have to like you have to reconcile with the crappy parts, like the really crappy parts about it. And then also like all of the people who and all of the like fair points about why maybe it's just like not as great of a movie. Uh, But I still love it in my heart. Okay, what do you think the little boy who was in the theater with you would rate? I can't. Yeah, that was. I've <laughs> had so weird. many weird theater experiences, and that was top notch. Weird. Um, My favorite also, midsummer theater experience was when the teens came in and filmed the ending for Snapchat. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a look. It's a vibe. Ariana Grande loves the end of Midsummer. <laughs> so. Michael, did you have a final thought? No, I don't. I okay. don't. It's, it's, we're good. I okay. feel comfortable with where things are right now. Okay. Well, I will read no, this list I, and maybe I, we'll come back at a later date okay. and do the <laughs> other two thirds of this list. <laughs> um, starting from the bottom. <clears throat> Insidious oh 4. Can I finish? Yes. Insidious 4, the last key. Insidious 1, the first key. Saw, Signs, <laughs> The Conjuring, Shudder, Prometheus, Noroi, Lake Mungo, Midsommar, Pan's Labyrinth, Alien, The Wicker Man, Old Version, Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, Hereditary, and Blair Witch Project. <laughs>